For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. In the next 24 hours, legislators could send a new bill that would restrict abortions past 12 weeks to Governor Cooper. Now it's seven, a clearer picture of what else would change if it's approved. Then tens of thousands of dollars in damage at a local historical church. Hear from a deacon who's devastated about the destruction. Both days this weekend now have the potential for rain. I'll walk you through the timing and where the new models show the heaviest rain could be. Right now at 7, we are taking a live look at the North Carolina Legislative Building where lawmakers are debating new legislation that would ban abortions after 12 weeks. And they're moving fast. Mm. Tonight, the House could vote to advance the bill to the Senate. Throughout the day today, hundreds of people gathered in both downtown Raleigh and inside the legislative building rallying against the new proposed restrictions. In the last 30 minutes, lawmakers broke for dinner, and as they did, protesters in the chamber began shouting. This is the scene tonight. Thanks for joining us. I'm Dan Haggerty. And I'm Deborah Morgan. WRL's Capitol Bureau Chief Laura Leslie has been on West Jones Street all day following these developments. She joins us now live. Laura? Deborah, the House lawmakers, we're told, will vote on that abortion bill tonight. It's 46 pages long, and it hasn't even been public for 24 hours. So some lawmakers are still honestly trying to figure out exactly what it does. But Republican leaders want to get it on the governor's desk by tomorrow afternoon. And after 12 weeks in most cases, but it does a lot of other things, too, that you've been looking into, right? Right. Yeah, it actually changes a lot of different laws. For one thing, it gives a certified nurse midwife something that they've wanted. It's a way to get to independent practice faster. It has millions of dollars uh, for child care expansions, for foster care increases, and even for paid parental leave for state workers. And also directs students to be educated about how to safely surrender an infant. But the bill's sponsors say they want to make it easier for women to have and raise or surrender a child instead of seeking abortion. Laura, it also includes new penalties and restrictions on doctors and clinics, right? It does do that. It would require a woman seeking an abortion uh, to make at least two trips to the clinic. And if you're having a medication abortion, which is the way most common method, uh, they'd have to make three trips. Uh, that is, again, the way that most people do it. It also sets these stringent new regulations for abortion clinics that some abortion providers say could force a lot of the clinics in the state to close. And that would make it harder for people to access abortion here. That's something that we have seen happen in some other states. So, no, uh, Laura, I know that you've been waiting for something to happen all day. What is next for this bill right now? 
Well, you know, we know it's going to pass the House because basically the Republicans have said that they have the votes in the House and the Senate to pass it. The question is how quickly it moves. And they use a strategy that's called a gut and amend to basically make it make this bill move super quickly. So it only needs one vote in the House. That's tonight. And it's going to have one vote in the Senate. That's going to be tomorrow. And then it should be on the governor's desk by tomorrow afternoon. Now, Governor Ray Cooper, a Democrat, has already said that he intends to veto the bill. But Republicans now have a veto proof majority in the House and Senate. So it is likely to become law sometime in the next couple of weeks. All right, we know you'll be following it tonight. WRL's Capitol Bureau Chief Laura Leslie live inside the Legislative Building in downtown Raleigh. Thank you, Laura. We will continue following this all night. As a matter of fact, look for any updates during this newscast and on WRL.com. Just go to the NC Capitol section. We want to take a look at some new body camera video now from Raleigh Police. Shows officers taking down an active shooter. Police say a man was firing shots at occupied cars back in March on the 27th. This unfolded near Ligon Magnet Middle School right near downtown. The exchange of 13 gunshots between officers and the shooter lasted less than a minute. Stand by, we've got them here at uh, just AVL K9. Shots fired, shots fired. Suspect is shooting. Shots fired, suspect is down. I need EMS 1018s. That suspect, Jorge Vega Lasama, did die. Police say he hit two cars and two police cars. No officers were hurt. The reward is now $70,000 in the search for the escaped inmate who's accused of killing a Wake County deputy. The U.S. Marshal Service added $20,000 to the FBI's $50,000 reward for information leading to the arrest and conviction of Aldo Marine Sotelo. He escaped from jail in Farmville, Virginia early Sunday. It took officials more than 24 hours to realize he was gone. Today, the FBI shared new photos of Marine Sotelo taken via video call just hours before he broke out and clearer pictures of his getaway car, a Ford Mustang. His sister, Adriana Marine Sotelo, is charged with helping him escape. The SBI is now investigating the death of a Fayetteville police officer and his wife as a murder-suicide. The Fayetteville Police Department asked the SBI to investigate the death of Officer Domingo Tavares Rodriguez and his wife. The autopsy report reveals the officer's wife, Yanitza, died of multiple gunshot wounds to the head. Tavares Rodriguez died of a single gunshot wound. The SBI says there is currently no reason to believe anyone else was involved. Tonight, a father of four is dead after an SUV plowed into an active work zone along I-40, hitting and killing him. 33-year-old C.J. Bryant worked for the S.W. Wooten Company, con contracted by the DOT to complete the I-40 widening project. Troopers say 20-year-old Jason Mercia Gillian was impaired when he drove through barriers, killing Bryant and crashing into construction equipment. He then tried to run from the scene. He's in jail now under a million dollars bond for felony death by motor vehicle, among some other charges. In the last hour and a half, authorities said the driver who led officers on a 20 mile chase through Johnston County was going between 120 and 130 miles per hour. This all started in Selma when they say a Selma officer tried to conduct a traffic stop. Officers say the officer was speaking to the driver identified as Hassan Ganaway before taking off, dragging that officer for a moment. Authorities say Gonaway crashed into another vehicle in Clayton and rolled over about eight times. He faces a slew of charges and could face more.
Tonight, deputies are trying to figure out who caused tens of thousands of dollars in damage at a Granville County church. Stained glass is destroyed and a headstone in the cemetery is overturned. WRL's Destiny Patterson explains officials are asking for your help. This is one of the largest pieces of property that was damaged. A deacon here tells me that this alone is valued at more than $30,000 in damages. Shattered windows, an overturned headstone, and a shaken congregation. Rocks in the sanctuary floor, glass, like I said, was strong all the way to the pulpit up there. Stephen Averett is a deacon at Grove Hill Church. He was the first to see the damage left behind by vandals. It, it, it just kind of tears your heart out when you see something like that, especially to God's house. The church was established more than 150 years ago. It's a place many of its members have been attending their whole lives. That beautiful stained, stained glass with the picture of Jesus and the children and you look up and, and Jesus has got a hole in his face now because someone has thrown a rock through it. It's just devastating. The Granville County Sheriff's Office is now asking for the community's help to find the people responsible. I don't know what made them do this and we're hoping, you know, we get some relief from the insurance because if we don't, I, I don't know how we'll recover from this. As the congregation waits for next steps from the insurance company, they're focused on healing and forgiving those responsible. Destiny Patterson, WRL News, Granville County. Now, at this point, the deacon says he's not sure what the total cost of the damages or repairs will be. People with information should call the sheriff's office, Crime Stoppers, or Granville County 911. Summer's right around the corner. The season brings a lot of fun. It also brings a lot of this, the yard work. Don't look at my, my yard, all right? Coming up, Five on Your Side shares the best products for lawn maintenance. And later, two puppies caught on camera holding hands, hold, holding paws. Coming up later, where you can adopt these adorable brothers. Kat? Don't Tim be there. Now for the not so good news. We could have yet another wet weekend. I'll show you the day that looks the wettest coming up. The search continues right now at 712 down in Atlanta for this man right here, Dion Patterson. He's accused of going into a hospital and shooting several women, killing one. This is one of the surveillance pictures right here. Atlanta police release as they continue to look for him. Here's some more video and photos. This all happened in the Midtown area around lunchtime today. Investigators say he was with his mother when he went into the Northside Hospital to the 11th floor in the waiting room, shooting and killing one and four other women all at the same time and then leaving carjacking somebody and getting away. So it's been since around noon since he was last spotted in that Midtown Atlanta area. The search continues. We'll follow this developing story this evening. Back to you. Unthinkable what that community is going through, Mark. Thank you. Some new court documents now showing Alex Murdoch admitting to inventing the story about dogs tripping the housekeeper in 2018. His attorney says Murdoch invented the story so insurers would pay a settlement. 
An attorney for Gloria Satterfield's estate responded on Twitter, saying insurers investigated the claim thoroughly before they paid on it. And Murdoch's admission, in their opinion, is an attempt to get out of paying the $4.3 million judgment. A Durham man has been arrested for a violent assault at a nursing home where he's a resident. 72-year-old Thomas Britt faces four felony charges. Court records say he attacked another resident with a butter knife, sending that man to the hospital. Britt suffers from schizophrenia and dementia. The incident happened Saturday afternoon at the Carver Rehabilitation and Living Center. That nursing home has not responded to requests for comment on the incident or their safety protocols. Some new numbers out today point to a slowing economy. That's according to economist Mike Walden. Today, the Department of Commerce releasing county-by-county county employment data from March. Compared to March of 2022, Unemployment increased in 49 counties in 11 metro areas. It decreased in 30 counties and remained unchanged in 21. Dr. Walden says that is a prime indicator the state is moving in the wrong direction. Read his explanation in our article on WRALtechwire.com. Several hospitals in our area are grade A. That's according to new scores just released from the LeapFrog Safety Assessment. Duke Hospitals maintained its top-notch score for the 10th consecutive time. This means Duke received top scores for patient safety and commitment to providing quality care. Duke Health's three hospitals were among nearly 30,000 surveyed across the country. Only 29% of those achieved A hospital grades. UNC Health also achieved a grade A score at a number of its hospitals. UNC Health Rex, UNC Health Pardee, UNC Health Wayne, and UNC Health Nash all scored A grades. UNC Health Rex is the only hospital in the state and one of only 20 nationwide to receive A grades every time since LeapFrog began its safety report back in 2012. The LeapFrog surveys are issued to hospitals every six months. Wake Forest is denying a developer's request to replace forest land with more than 200 homes and townhomes. Last night, town commissioners there unanimously voted down the rezoning of 68 acres of land on Harris Road. It's across from Joyner Park. We told you in September about a petition against rezoning this. More than 3,400 people had signed it and urged the town to protect the trees and wildlife around the park from development. Commissioner Adam Wright tells WRAL he would like the town to work with the conservation group to buy the land and expand the park. The Biltmore State closed its grounds today due to a high wind warning in that area. A message went out to some pass holders. The Biltmore House was open to guests, but wooded trails, paths, outdoor activities, all of those were suspended between 11 a.m. and 5 p.m. You, you may remember a Biltmore employee died last month when strong winds knocked over a tree. And last summer, a New York City firefighter died at the estate when a tree limb fell on his car. Summer is right around the corner, and even though the season brings a lot of fun, it also brings the need for lawn maintenance. Five on your side, Keely Arthur shares the best products to do just that. Maybe your lawnmower isn't waking up from that long winter hibernation, or maybe it's just time to upgrade from gas to electric. Either way, here's Consumer Reports' top picks to make mowing less of a chore. While you were flying out of RDU to warmer weather, hopefully for leisure, 
Consumer Reports lawnmower experts escape the Northeast winter for sunny Florida. We go down to Florida in February while some people are still digging themselves out from snow so that we can test mowers before people are thinking about what they need. Every mower goes through a series of tests from how evenly the grass is trimmed to how easy the mowers are to operate. Testers use the mowers in all the cutting modes, side discharge, bagging, and mulching to see how well they work and to make sure you're getting what you paid for. Whether it's a traditional gas-powered mower or newer battery-powered technology that keeps getting better and cheaper. We're seeing more and more battery-powered mowers coming on the market that are at the lower price point but managed to compete in terms of performance with the better ones. This Greenworks self-propelled battery mower earns top scores for evenness, mulching, and handling. You'll lose some bagging performance, but save hundreds with this green machine, which also offers very good mulching. If you have a smaller lawn or aren't as concerned with recharge times, consider this skill, which delivers excellent cutting performance and mulching. And unless you want to bag those clippings, mulching is much better. It delivers nutrients to your lawn, plus you're gonna use a lot less water and fertilizer. Keely Arthur, five on your side. All right, Dan, did you pay attention there? Okay, all right. Now for larger lawns, more than half an acre, a riding mower may be a better option. CR's experts say a mower with an extra wide cutting deck can also help you trim your grass and the time you spend cutting it. I need to spend a little bit more time out there in the yard. Just ask my wife. Uh, new murals will soon decorate the town of Rollsville. Last night, leaders approved $15,000 for the new project. Wake County, Rollsville, and Ting Internet Fiber will each contribute $5,000. The murals will appear on the town hall, the restroom building at the Main Street Park, and the Privet Insurance Building. Durham artist Gabriel Engotes will create each one of them. You can vote for what type of mural you want to see online. We have a link posted on WREL.com. What a great time to see some beautiful murals. The weather has is is been beautiful uh, lately. Meteorologist Kat Campbell with a great shot behind her right now. It'd be nice to be at the beach. Yes, it would be a little windy there today, but boy, it's been beautiful outside. Hopefully you've been able to enjoy this weather. Certainly some cooler weather, but I think this is the last time that we will see low temperatures in the lower 40s. So if you're a fan of some of the cooler weather, enjoy this week and we do have some more days of sunshine left but I wanted to show you that beautiful picture of Carolina Beach before we got into the weekend forecast here and this is pretty remarkable we've been telling you that we have seen eight wet weekends in a row if you define weekends as Saturday and Sunday this upcoming weekend would make number nine here but the statistic is even crazier. If you count Friday in your definition of weekend, it's been 19 wet weekends in a row. The last time we've been dry Friday, Saturday and Sunday was in mid-December and this weekend would make that number 20 in a row. So it's really been some soggy weekends lately, but we've seen a range from inches to a trace of rain over those weekends. And there's a big range in terms of how much rain we could see this weekend. Our in-house model shows showing over an inch of rain. The American model uh, just under half an inch, European and NAM less than that even. So I encourage you stay tuned for updates as we really work to pinpoint whether or not this would be a steadier rain or just some areas of lighter rain on Saturday. Saturday, we are likely to see at least some rain 
from the mountains all the way to the coast. The exception though may end up being the northeastern part of the state. You may just be on the north side of that to be able to dodge some of the showers closer to the outer banks and northern beaches. But for us, let's track this rain on future cast on Saturday. We're still seeing signs that the heavier rain may end up staying in the southern part of our viewing area or toward the South Carolina line. We could see some showers fill in late Saturday morning into Saturday afternoon and early evening. There may be a little bit of a break though. You can see the rain backing off overnight into Sunday morning. Sunday morning, a small chance for rain to our east. I think it would be closer to the afternoon when we could see a stray shower popping up. This is one of the changes today with some lingering moisture in place. We can't roll out an isolated shower on Sunday. It still looks mostly cloudy, but warmer though. For tonight, mostly clear and chilly. Low temperatures in the low to mid 40s. Make sure that you grab your jacket tonight and tomorrow morning. You shouldn't need the jacket all day tomorrow though. The winds die down. That'll be key. If you want to get outside, get some exercise. 54 by 9 a.m. 65 by noon. We're back in the 70s tomorrow afternoon and likely to be in the 70s again on Friday. We do see rain chances return this weekend. About a 50% chance Saturday, 30% on Sunday. But if you are hoping for some warmer weather, maybe you're not enjoying these mornings in the 40s. We're going to see that number nearly double as we head into next week. We've got at least three days in a row with highs climbing back into the 80s. And we've been telling you about this pattern change for a little while. I'll take the heat up, but we've been liking the cool yes, weather. It's not too I bad. I really do like it. Yeah. Thanks, Kat. Well, Hit Musical took the stage tonight at the D-Pack. And coming up, how long you have to buy your tickets to see Moulin Rouge. The Fort Bragg Fair returned today, bringing together service members, their families, and the community. The public is invited to enjoy the carnival rides out there, the games, entertainment, lots of food, of mm. course, and much more. The annual Spring Carnival runs through May 14th. The gates open at 5 o'clock on weekdays. <laughs> the price of admission includes unlimited rides. The kids cool. will love that. Yeah, for sure. The hit Broadway show, Moulin Rouge, opened at Deepak tonight for a two-week run. The musical is based on the popular 2001 film. The show debuted in 2018 on Broadway and won 10 Tony Awards, including Best Musical. Moulin Rouge is set in 20th century Paris, France. Moulin Rouge runs through May 14th. You can get your tickets at DPACNC.com. I love the DPAC. Mm. A lot of fun. A North Carolina photographer discovered these normally gray pill bugs. We all recognize oh, yeah. those. What we call those? The roly polies. Oh, yes. Well, they yeah. turned a unique iridescent purple blue color huh. in his backyard. Well, the pictures quickly went viral for the bug's unique color. Beautiful, right? Well, here's the sad part, though. Entomologists say the color is caused by a virus that will prove fatal to oh, the bugs. Poor guys. All right, two adorable puppies at the SBCA of Wake County are making ways on social media <laughs> for their tight bond. This picture is just too much. Aww, Bubba and Forrest, they're brothers. Uh, and as you can tell, they're holding hands. <laughs> they want to go to a home together. So according to the SPCA of Wake County's Facebook post, Bubba and Forrest uh, were rescued as newborns. And you can go to the, uh, w, uh, the SPCA of Wake County's website to get some more information on the pair and Those welcome faces. them to your home. Yes. I mean, how can you say no? You can't. <laughs> they're adorable. Beauties. Hey, thank you so much for being with us tonight here on WRL. We'll see you again at 10 on Fox 50 and at 11 on WRL. Have a great night, everybody. Keep watching WRL News over the air channel 34 and Spectrum channel 1257. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. 
hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.